Um, so let's do like a quick intro, uh, okay. who you are, uh, how do we meet? And, um, and then we're going to jump into this completely awesome <laughs> thing that I think I'm, I'm so excited to talk about. We've been excited to talk about this for months. Uh, so first let's get an intro. Okay. Uh, I'm Steve. Um, I've known, uh, well, my, uh, I've known you for a while, but my, uh, uh, online presence is under, uh, Zen Motorcycle Man. Um, and that's the website, uh, and all the social, uh, stuff as well. Um, I guess you can talk about how we first met like in, uh, yeah. in the Maryland area. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I was still, uh, in the military, I was still in the Navy and, um, we actually met at a meetup group at this like screenwriters meetup group. And then, um, it was one of those things where, uh, we were all sitting down and everybody's kind of talking about projects they wish they started or things they like or whatever. And I'm like, Hey, why don't we just do something? <laughs> And then you're like, you jumped up and you were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you should back up a little bit. The uh, when I, I I was there before you, and yeah. probably a, by an hour or two, and uh, the uh, it was just droning on about people talking about, well, I want to do, I want to do, and, and nobody actually was doing anything. And then you get you show up and now and you're like, hey, I want to do a project, and I was like, yes, let's go, let's do stuff. So yeah, yeah, we're we're very, we're very uh, action orientated. So, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was cool. And it, and then, um, yeah, I think we, ironically, I got so, uh, bogged down with, uh, having to work a lot and then we, we, we tried to get projects going, but then we found out we just had so many different cool things in common. Uh, I mean, everything from like conspiracies and aliens and all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> and then not till, uh, I was leaving, um, Maryland to come move out to, uh, to California um, did I, I've always had a love of motorcycles. And so this is primarily what, you know, we're going to talk about today, mm -hmm. especially this, this, this trip and everything you went on. Um, but I'd always had on my bucket list to first learn how to ride a motorcycle and then go cross country. So it condensed it. And you had experience riding before, sure. right? Yeah. I, I grew up, uh, riding motorcycles, uh, mostly like, uh, dirt bikes and, um, uh, what else? Uh, I had a street bike and, um, all my friends in the area where I grew up, I grew up in a rural area in New Jersey and, uh, we, that's all we did cause we couldn't really do much else. Yeah. And, uh, so we just tore up the woods. We were, we were pretty close to the Appalachian trail actually. And we went up around that area too. Um, is primarily in the New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania area. And, uh, yeah, we just, uh, I just had a blast. We, we used to go camping too off of bikes and, uh, yeah, real, real hick lifestyle, but we're like, we loved it. So. Yeah, real hick lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I didn't have any of that experience doing it, so this was very, it was all brand new to me. Yeah. But I know from what the, you know, we did a two week cross country um, motorcycle trip, and I had only learned like three months before, got mm. a brand new bike, and did it. <laughs> I fell absolutely in love, and you know, for everybody listening, like this is the best way to see the country if you can do it. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Cause the uh, um, I guess it's kind of the closest way to kind of do it like as they used to do it, like on horseback. It's kind of like because you're experiencing the environment as you go through it. And it's just uh, there's no way to describe it. It's just like yeah. freedom and liberating as you're as you're going through. And then we're talking on our intercoms, you know, yeah. as we're going through it and just experiencing amazing things. And we're uh. like. Wow! Did you see that over there? The sunset, or the you know, like uh, yeah, just crazy. And then we hit like a couple of national parks. We hit uh, um, 
uh, Badlands uh, in uh, South Dakota. We hit, um, what else? Uh, Yosemite. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Chaco Canyon. Um, we'll, uh, we'll talk of. about that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one's um, yeah. So uh, I think from, from that experience, um, it seemed like you took it uh, much, much further. Um, yep. So why don't we uh, why don't we dive into it? I would love for you just to like, you know, run with this, and mm-hmm. then um, because you have, I know you have so many stories, and I would, you know, I hope we get to all of it. But you know, let's let's why don't why don't we start? You have um, a slideshow of of media, so we're gonna wind up cutting. So if you're just listening to this, we'll try to um, describe you know as we go, uh, and and we'll we'll play it that way. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so. Uh, basically what I did is, uh, I'd been planning this trip forever, uh, at least three years. (laughs) I've been planning, saving, and just knowing that that I want to do this trip, which was going to be hitting a lot of bucket list items of things that, uh, I didn't hit before or we didn't hit before. Uh, so it was all over the place. We went, I, I mean, I, um, Basically, was doing a Google Maps, my maps, and just putting pins on the map, and just until it was like crazy populated, mm. and uh, then I tried to figure out, well, how can I snake through <laughs> and hit all the pins, or at least most of the pins on the way, uh, as I was going, or you know, for my trip. So, um, and I learned a few things from our our, our time when we did our trip. Uh, one is time. <laughs> You, it's so much better to, to uh, stretch it out and, oh uh, yeah. and spend more time uh, at locations and doing things uh, versus, you know, rushing through and just hitting yeah. spots. Um, so I wanted to make sure I had enough time to do what I wanted to do and uh, uh, and basically hit, uh, you know, national parks, um, ad- additional ones, uh, state parks, and just local attractions and things like that. Um and then some weird stuff like uh, that's great. Atlas Obscura is really good. Uh, yeah, a resource to find out like really cool weird things to uh, uh, to hit along the way. So um, yeah, after I was uh, planning all this out, I had um, I well I had I I had my bike, so I wanted to make sure I. It's really a, it's a Harley Davidson Sportster. It's a small bike. It's not really meant for. Uh, the, you know, going across country or any long distance uh, motorcycle work or dry riding. But uh, so I had to kind of modify it to help it out. So um, uh, we can go to the uh, the slides here. Oh, yeah, but actually, but I had a oh, yeah, before that. Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, go a little bit closer to the mic. Yeah. What, what was when when you got back after that first trip, that first whirlwind trip? Yeah. And you were, you know, recouped. What was that initial like? Oh my God, I have to now do this again. Oh well, it was you know I I had you know like I said I grew up uh, riding motorcycles and it was I loved it and it was my thing, and then you know I grew up and I was like oh you know I kind of you know wasn't doing it anymore, and uh, and when we had our trip and you're like, hey let's do this I was like oh hell yeah so uh, uh. So yeah, that's when I got back into it. As far as uh, that reignited uh, my love for uh, doing it, it was just like, oh, it was like that's all I could think about is like I got to do this again. I got to yeah. do, I gotta, you know. So, uh, um, uh, so yeah, I, and I, it's funny because ever since then I had been talking about it with everybody, and everybody's yeah. like, oh my god, stop talking about it. Like I know, yeah, yeah, you're gonna do it, and like 
And then, <laughs> and then, you know, then I actually did it and they're like, Oh, you're, you're actually going to do it again. You know, it's like, yeah, I was like, I told you. Yeah. Like, I, I, I remember <laughs> all of your gear lists and all of the research yeah. and the places you were going to hit. And I was like, and I was like, okay, I, I, I had no idea you were going to actually do it. I mean, cause it took a couple of years of, of all of this planning. Well, and yeah. Yeah. So everything I was planning it and then, you know, then something, then COVID and yeah. this, yeah. there's always something that, that totally disrupted uh uh what i was doing and i was doing real detailed uh itineraries as far as what i was going to be doing and then i just forgot all that because uh and i just stuck to uh doing the uh the google map where i was putting pins on the map uh and i go when i'm ready to leave or very close and it's imminent then i will you know do an itinerary uh that's a little bit closer to that because it just kept getting blown up every time i was ready to go. Yeah. Something else happened. So. Yeah. Did you? So were you, you were planning to go right before COVID hit, or was yeah, it? yeah, it was right actually right when COVID hit. It was when. Dang. Uh, yeah. Could you imagine if you were on the road? And, oh my and, gosh. And the world yeah, is burning. And yeah, it was. <laughs> there was a, yeah, there was a lot going. Yeah, obviously going on at the yeah. time, uh, and there were and there were other things going on too. So like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm very. It, it all worked out. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Let's uh, mm -hmm. let's let's dive in. Um, okay. Take it. All right. So uh, so that yeah, I, you can see the uh, this is the motorcycle I have. It's uh, it's a Harley Davidson Sportster. And let me get a little closer to Mike. It's um, it's uh, really a you know around town rider. It's not really meant this was for the long distance. Similar bike to what you. It's pretty the much the time. exact same bike. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the one that I took out uh, when we on our trip was, uh, I think, a 2013 uh, uh, custom 1200 Sportster, which is uh, this one's a 2014. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much same it's bike, pretty yeah. much the same. And the reason I had gotten this bike is, uh, you know, familiarity. It's fairly cheap. Um, and I just like the bike. Um, yeah. You know, people say, you know, it doesn't have a fairing. It doesn't have a windscreen. It doesn't. You know, so like I didn't find that to be an issue when we it, were riding. It really isn't, and actually, I kind of like it for a couple different reasons. One, I just like the challenge. Yeah. But like two, you really, really experience the environment as you're going through it, and there, you know, there's nothing between you. It's it's kind of like you know riding a bike bicycle when you're a kid. Yeah. It's just you riding a bicycle. You yeah. know, like so there's nothing you know interfering. Uh, with the experience that you're, you know, as far as what you're doing. Yeah, you do get a lot more buffeting and, you know, some wind stuff. But, like, uh, I'm I'm used to it. I don't really go that fast. Yeah. <laughs> and I try and stay off of highways as much as possible. So it's really not an issue. Yeah, and, and, and I had never, you know, had much experience with it. And I didn't find that that was, you know, the, the biggest issue even for, you know, because that was one of the fears that I was like, oh, my gosh, all this wind constantly for whatever, eight hours, mm -hmm. you know, a day. Never, that that actually, I think because when we went, we went during the summer, so mm -hmm. it actually cooled us down a lot. Um, yeah. So I think it, it worked in our favor. Um, except, my, so <laughs> your bike definitely was a lot better than uh, my bike. Was definitely not made for cross country, and it yeah. also had that small little like peanut tank. It's yeah. like a so um, we were constantly having to stop every couple of hours, which was good, I guess, to you know relax and everything. But it definitely, if you were on a time limit, you need a bigger tank, you know. 
heavier bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Better, yeah. It, obviously, we're not, we weren't using bikes that were meant to go long distance, yep. but like, you know, so what? People, yeah. do, people do it all the time. I've seen yeah. people on like Vespas go around, you know, like sure. it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like get on it and go, you know, hit the, hit the road and, uh, you know, things will work out. Yeah. You know, yeah. So in, in our trip, we did, um, uh, yeah, we were camping out and, and doing stuff and a little bit, uh, hotels too. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, uh, I learned a lot through that experience. You know, that was my first real, uh, long distance, uh, motorcycle, uh, trip. So, um, so what, what you. made you, uh, so as far as the gear mm-hmm. to pack, um, what, what, what was your, what was your strategy um, and then what did you learn from? So I, I knew this was going to happen. So, uh, I was preparing for the trip and I had a, a deadline set, which was, uh, a self-imposed deadline. Um, uh, there's a, a motorcycle rally that happens in, uh, Montana. I'll talk a little bit about that later, but it's, it's, uh, it's a Rocky mountain roll, uh, uh, held, it's hosted by Amanda Zitto and uh, her family up on their ranch up in Corvallis, Montana. The um, um, she has a YouTube uh, channel and uh, she you know does a lot of motorcycle adventure riding and uh, does camping and motorcycling and and just long distance travel and stuff like that. So it, so that I use that as a uh, you know, my kind of impetus to, you know, okay, this is when it's going to happen. And so that way it would help force me to do it. Mm. And so I was preparing, I was still getting stuff coming in, um, you know, that I was provisioning for the trip and it was just haphazard. Like I was getting, um, stuff like the day that I was leaving, it was still coming in the mail and there's stuff that like I had to leave behind cause I, I didn't get there in time. So, mm. or I left after, uh, the stuff came and, um, it was, it was pretty interesting because like I had, I was like, all right, I got these big, big, uh, dry bags. And like, I'm, I, you know, like obviously I overpacked cause I, I, some of the stuff was still in the boxes. I didn't have time to you know, really. And then you, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's funny. So it was, it was obviously horrible, horribly, you know, um, you know, packed. Um, and I overpacked, packed, you know, big time. Uh, but, uh, I knew I would be able to send stuff back if I had to. And that's yeah. what I wound up doing as I went along. And then also I wasn't, I had to prepare for a lot of different conditions. I had to prepare for, you know, rain, uh, cold, you know, heat and all, all kinds of things. And, um, yeah. Cause you were leaving in the fall. Uh, it wasn't, no, no it was, sorry, it was that like you... this. It was in the summer. summer. It was like, uh, I left like it was, uh, early July. I can't remember the exact date. And so, okay, just to zoom out, mm-hmm. so you left uh, about mid to late summer, mm-hmm. uh, and then you got here um, in November, right? October. October? Was it October? I, think it, I, can't, I can't remember. Yeah, so a few yeah. months of yeah, being yeah. on the road. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're about, and you know, you're, and then you're about halfway through the trip right mm-hmm. now. So we, yes. we took a, it took a few months off, and um, you know, he's he, staying with me, and mm-hmm. and and. Mm-hmm the new family and all that kind of stuff, uh, yeah. which is cool. And then, uh, so you're, you've been, you will effectively be on the road for probably about a half a year doing this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be about six months, uh, by the time on there, but like mm, on the road, like I've been here for what, almost like three months or yeah. so. So like, uh, I don't really count that. 
Um, if we're going to like, as far as like stats, as far as like uh, what I've been on the road for, hold on, let's see. So I've got them here. Where are they? Uh, I know it's been about, I have about 15,000 miles on my bike. Wow. Um, and like for the trip start uh, to here and I still got, now I'm going back. So like, uh, yeah. Um, so I was going to add more to it. Um, and I, I was on the road and by the time I got here, it was about like 95 days. Um, so that, that's what I consider being on the road, you know, versus yeah, being months. here. Yeah. And then, uh, um, you know, going back, I'm going back to Florida. It'll take me because I'm taking, um, my time and hitting some spots along the way. And like, um, I don't, I, I usually don't like to travel more than 300 miles a day. Um, doesn't sound like much and it, and it really isn't, but, um, I found that's a, mm -hmm. the right mileage, um, to be on the road because, um, I want to get there in plenty of time, like to camp and, and set up and, uh, you know, do whatever I need to do. And then the next day I take to explore the area wherever yeah, I'm at absolutely. and then, um, and, or, or more like if I need to and, and then, um, and then hit the road the following day and that leaves me, you know, enough time to ride and I'm not under any pressure, mm -hmm. you know, um, I just found it's a lot that that's a happy medium for me, you yep. know, as far as riding. And I, and I try to stay off the highways cause you yeah. know, the bike is yeah. not meant for it. Plus that's not enjoyable riding. Yeah. Um, the whole point of being on a motorcycle is to explore the back roads right. and, and, and see, and see the sights. So, yeah. 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 Incredible. Hmm. Um, yeah. So what's, uh, what's what all right. So yeah, let's hop back in here. So we've got, uh, so this is, this is my bike. I, I, like I said, I had to get a bunch of mods to it. So, um, uh, to kind of make it, uh, you know, a little bit more, uh, long distance, uh, capable, uh, I got uh, a luggage rack. I got a, a sissy bar so I could tie the back, the bags to it. Uh, I got a luggage rack or a saddle, saddlebag, um, uh, mounts, uh, so I could put that on. I had to have the, the rear taillights moved back. I had, I got new pipes. I got, uh, uh, let's see what else. Oh, phone, uh, that, that was really important getting the, um, phone charger and, you know, that. Oh yeah. So you can mount your phone on your, yeah. Very critical. Uh, because yep. pretty much that's what I use for everything, uh, navigation, yeah. you know, and everything. So, um, yeah. And then I got some other stuff like, uh, I got led lights, headlights and things like that. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's my bike that yeah. I, <laughs> that I'm on and I'm still, you know, traveling through on that. So, yeah. um, so along the way I had to do like a lot of maintenance stuff. Like, uh, I had to get tire, new tires. I had to get, uh, Oh, while you were out. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I had to get, uh, because I had the bags were so much weight on the, on the rear tire, it was basically flattened. Like, uh, the, the tire was almost worn wow. through. Yeah. It was, I, I, <laughs> I really, uh, you know, put a lot of miles on it. So like it, it was, uh, it was really feeling it. Then there's a lot of other stuff I got done. Like, uh, uh, my, uh, I'll, I'll talk about it. Like my kickstand or, uh, uh, broke and, uh, 
it was so I had to reach under and like flip it down whenever I it was like, yeah it was it was kind of a deal so uh, it, but there was an incident that was kind of funny that I, we'll get to it but the, that uh, kind of plays into that so okay, cool. so this uh, is the map of kind of the the plan I had laid out as far as where getting to the motorcycle rally up in Montana mm-hmm. so. Pretty much going straight up. And I wanted to go, I mean, I could have gone South Dakota, but I've already done that. I haven't been to North Dakota. Uh, we went through uh, Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota, and they were beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Like, when we, I met, there was some of the stuff we were talking about when we were going on our ride. It was like, I wasn't expecting it to be that great. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was really nice. And um, so, yeah, I wanted to see what was in North Dakota. So, like, uh, I did that, and... Um, uh, surprisingly, um, uh, I think it was Theodore Roosevelt Park there, right before you get into Montana. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Um, uh, and everybody says, oh, you're going to see bison. You're going to see bison. I didn't see anything. Really? So, no, it was pissing me off because everybody's like, oh, did you see the bison? I see them all the time. I see them. From... I was yeah, like, no, those, I didn't uh, see them. I didn't videos see videos <laughs> where like the bison will like you'll be stopping on a motorcycle and then like a herd of bison will be like going by and then one, or the ones where they tip you over. And yeah, yeah. That, well, I didn't I didn't I didn't see any of that. And I was like, I was like, well. There's, I'll have plenty of other opportunities to see bison as I go, yeah. uh, you know, on my further on my trip. But I was like, I was really getting pissed off because everybody, everybody was talking about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah, I see them every day. <laughs> so, so th- this is just getting to the motorcycle rally. And we'll, I'll show you some of the pics for that. But uh, in a minute, I'm going to show you like all the stops like to get to here, and that's that map. So, wow, uh, yeah, that's so that's like all the uh, little stops that we had, you know, <laughs> that I had, you know, going through here. I basically went everywhere in Montana. I went all these back roads and everywhere in Montana, like up and down, like and uh, what specifically about Montana was it that was like that you were just so focused on? Um, I hadn't been to the state, and there was a lot of things that I wanted to see. Glacier Park being uh, obviously one of them, so you know. And uh, the uh, I love Glacier. I'll show you some of the pictures, and you'll see. Um, but just the whole area in general, uh, I was just, uh, you know, I wanted to really explore and see what, what else was there. There was a uh, uh, Lolo Pass that kind of goes through into Idaho, which is uh, just motorcycle road there's Beartooth pass which is a f- real famous one that uh is just across the border into montana um you know as you go from yellowstone um that one's pretty awesome uh it's got really the twisties are as you're going mm-hmm. up um yeah so there's tons of stuff so i went all through montana uh down through idaho um I uh, hit like a ton of spots there and then uh, went into Wyoming, hit pretty much everything in Wyoming because I was, th- when we went on our trip, I was loving Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming's gorgeous. Yeah, it was really incredible. I wanted to, to spend more time there. Plus it was really, it was it was beautiful because the rolling hills yeah. was so much fun to ride. Yeah. Um, I know, I remember we wanted to stop like a few times just to be like, hey, we got we to stop and just just let's just take a minute and yeah. like appreciate what the hell we're looking at right now. Cause it's so gorgeous. Oh yeah. It was, it was incredible. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, we, well, we, we got to stay and, uh, we were in Torrington mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, somewhere else, Lusk, when we went through, mm-hmm. uh, 
we had the pizza place. Is yeah. That what it's called. <laughs> so I was like, and it was actually pretty good. It was, yeah, yeah. I was like, for Wyoming, I was like, they're pretty good. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, and then we went to, we stayed over in Torrington and then we kind of headed out after that. Uh, so we didn't really get to see much on our trip, but uh, on my trip, uh, I saw everything mm. in Wyoming. <laughs> so I, I was really happy about that. And then, then came through Colorado. There was a ton of things I wanted to see in Colorado that I hadn't seen. Um, we went and we hit Denver and Breckenridge. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of zipped out of there. Um, Which was so crazy to see. We were in the <laughs> middle of summer in Breckenridge and there was snow. Like people were skiing. Yeah. <laughs> like that was insane. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty neat. The uh, yeah, Breckenridge is a great town. Yeah. The um, but there's a lot of stuff I didn't see. I I wanted to see like Pikes Peak, Mount Evans, Colorado Spring. You know, so there's tons of stuff that I wanted to see. And uh, yeah, I I pretty much hit hit everything there. Uh, went into um, Arizona, and um, and there I pretty much you know hit the border between Arizona and Utah. There was uh, a lot of stuff there that I wanted to see, and um, went pretty much throughout Arizona, up up into a couple spots into into Utah again, and then uh, came back down and um, you know headed into California and then here. So uh, on my trip going up to the motorcycle rally, this is an in Indianapolis Motor Speedway, hmm. uh, which was really cool. I got to go see that. Uh, the museum there is pretty awesome, and um, it's just one of the places. Like, if you're in Indianapolis, you know, and you don't go here, yeah, yeah, <laughs> were you even there? Yeah, <laughs> so, um, this was uh, me going into uh, North Dakota. Uh, I just you know gone into North Dakota, and it was really, I mean, just the skies and the you know and the you know and the country was uh was pretty beautiful obviously there wasn't a ton of like population or you know major sites to see but um uh it it was really like uh when i got you know towards the uh the western edge of of uh north dakota that's when theodore roosevelt park was there and they had a whole bunch of cool things to see and it was it was a really nice park um this is still in um, North Dakota. Uh, I had stayed at a campsite in somewhere outside of Bismarck and um, talked to another motorcycle guy uh, from Canada, Canada, and uh, he told me about this spot that's right on the Mississippi. So how did you How did you meet this other motorcycle guy? Uh, just at the campsite, you know, oh. like he, you know, he's... so there were other people. Oh yeah, on these, and then you got so how about. Um, so I guess on, on the, on the trip, you would, how do so you would stay at a campsite, see somebody else with a motorcycle doing the same thing. They're mm -hmm. out there camping and minimalizing and everything. And then yeah. you guys get together, hook yeah. up and then, you know. Yeah. Actually, I think he came up to me. Like, uh, he saw me camp. He saw what I was doing with the motorcycle and camping. And he's like, Hey, uh, how you doing? You oh, know, cool. typical Canadian, you know, Oh, how many kilometers did you ride? <laughs> today? You know, so, like, eight. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, he's a great guy. Actually, he was going to give me, he was going to tear off the, uh, uh, his, uh, motorcycle bell, gremlin bell off his bike and oh. give it to me since he saw that I didn't have one. I was like, no, wow. I got, I, it was like, I, my, I, I figured you, you or someone else was going to be getting me one. So I was like, ah. so I, I didn't let him give it, give it to me. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, my friend Spencer, who I met along the way, yeah. gave me his, yeah. one of his. So, um, yeah, it, I, 
yeah, people like saying, like, you're traveling by yourself on a motorcycle. You know, you're going to be gone for all this time. Don't you get lonely on the road? I was like, no freaking way. I meet so many people every single day. Like, every day I'll meet them at gas stations, um, uh, campsites, uh, the, uh, the bunker biker program, which I'll talk about. And, um, just everywhere I, I, I meet people. I, I must meet like 15 people a day. And, um, yeah. Amazing. Let's, let's explain what, what, what the, the bell. Mm-hmm. What, what is so that? it's yeah. a, a gremlin bell. It's like this, uh, I don't know, legend, you know, like, uh, that they have, it's this little bell that you hang on your uh, motorcycle and, it's supposed to keep the gremlins away that uh, will break down your bike or potholes and things like like that. And you're not allowed to buy. Well, you can, but like you're not you're not supposed to buy the bell yourself. You have to be given the bell, mm-hmm. and then they tell you this, uh, you know, this whole story about you know how it keeps the gremlins away. Why you gremlins? Know? You know. I don't know, at the stuff that will like uh, mess up your bike or you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So Inter- interfere with your travel yeah you yeah know. so uh uh yeah so that's the uh gremlin bell thing so yeah. it's it's uh kind of a cute fo- folklore kind of thing yeah uh for the motorcycle community which uh you know if you're not in the motorcycle community you probably don't care yeah <laughs> but uh uh yeah so that's it so this was um in um Minnesota. It was on, on the western bank of the Mississippi. Mm. He told he told me about it. He's like, "Yeah, I stayed there the other night. It's like uh, it's right on the Mississippi." I was like, "Well, I gotta do that." <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is the area. I think it was only ten dollars or something. You know, it was real cheap. Like if you pay for things, like especially once you get out west, uh, the 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 camp places are, yeah, and most of them are free. And if you got it pay it's like ten dollars it's not really a lot it's it's just so um yeah what is that uh that orange sea sea to summit yeah that's that's a sleeping pad for my uh yeah that i have so like um actually it was kind of interesting usually i'll set up the tent and everything and and do that uh but this time i because the weather was great and i knew that it was going to rain it wasn't going to rain and uh so I was like, you know what? Let me just try this. I heard about people doing it. So I was like, uh, I'm going to actually sleep on the table, So uh, the picnic table. So I had that pad, and I put it up on the picnic table, and I just slept on, nice. you know, on that for the night. And it was weird because I heard, like, the bats come in at oh. night. And, uh, <laughs> you don't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, they're not going to bother me. And um, and it was I was right on the Miss- right on the Mississippi banks there. And, uh, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was I was glad I was able to hit that spot, and this is a picture of the motorcycle rally. Once I got there uh, in Corvallis, um, here is I mean, it, unfortunately, I took it like at the last day, so there was everybody had already left. So oh, like, so yeah. how, would you think like double the amount of people? Yeah. This, oh wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a low number, and it, and it is, but like. As far as the people that were there, I think it was under a hundred, like ninety-eight people. But like, it looked like it was like five hundred people. Wow. Um, and here's like a little video here. Uh, that's just scanning. You can kind of see. 
it was a lot of fun. It's very chill event. That's why I went there. I knew it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like anything crazy like Sturgis or uh, uh, the one in uh, Daytona. Um, you know, where they have all these crazy things going on and like bands and like this was very, very, very chill. So it was a great place to meet people. And actually, I wound up meeting like a bunch of people. Um, uh, and one of the guys I wound up staying with, uh, uh, Steve, I can't remember his last name, but, uh, we, we, uh, I wound up staying with him in, uh, Mesa, Arizona, uh, when I was passing back through, well, I'll show you the picture of, uh, uh, some of the sites when I was back in, uh, when I was in Arizona. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, you meet friends. How you, long did this, uh, how long was this? The rally was only like three days, okay. maybe four. Um, okay. So yeah, it wasn't too crazy, but like uh, they had like little events, like you could go uh, on these uh, you know day rides, you know, out local. There's uh, Chief Joseph Highway, which is like a big kind of motorcycle road, mm. uh, which kind of heads into Idaho. Uh, it was kind of right in that uh, border area, and um, uh, and actually the next picture will be like uh, we went up to uh, Missoula, Montana, mm. and. Uh, well, that's another picture of the rally. That that one's a little bit better. It shows a little bit more of the people and things that were going on. There was a lot of lot of fun, um, and just really just relaxing kind of time. You know, mm-hmm. like you didn't have to worry about too much. It's kind of funny because it was a pa- cow pasture. So, and they're like, it's a working farm. There's cows everywhere. So, like, uh, if you see, you know, where you want to put your tent, there's a you know cow pie there. We got a shovel. You can just you know move it. Maybe. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot, very homey and fun. It was great, great time. And, uh, yeah, Amanda and her, Amanda and her family are just wonderful hosts, you know, for that event. And, and they've been doing this for a long time? Uh, I think about five years, about. I don't know. I have, to, I have to look at this site. I can't remember. But I think, yeah, it hasn't been too, too long. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, here's another picture of uh, the, you know, just the campsite. And I think that's a Himalaya? Himalaya motorcycle? Yeah. Uh, here's up in Missoula. Uh, this is an awesome uh, distillery. It was a distillery mm. there. It's I think Montgomery Distillery uh, in um, in Missoula, and uh, you can tell the they're just fanatics about motorcycles. You can see them right here. This this is the bar area. How oh, cool! And uh, yeah, it was real a lot of fun. A lot of fun. The guy who owns the place is awesome. I'll show you a picture of him. Um, and you, you can just see the motorcycles everywhere. That now that's the bar area. And this is down in the distillery area. They got all these motorcycles there too. So wow. like, yeah, they're. <laughs> so what do they do? They they collect them. It looks like they're they kind of have. Them I'm, not, on. I'm not sure, but they, I yeah, I think they might collect them, and that they just have them on display as far as like uh, you know, because I guess it's very popular too. Like people up in that area, yeah, are, you know, are into motorcycle riding. And uh, yeah, here's us in front of the uh, distillery there. And that's, who's this? Next uh, I can't remember his first name. Uh, I wanna. I can't remember his last name is Montgomery because that's the uh, the distillery name. But uh, yeah, he was real, real Love friendly. His, like, handlebar mustache. Oh good, yeah, good for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's super nice guy. Great. Uh, and the and the and the booze there was awesome. Like at the bar, what a cool yeah. place. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, so after the rally was over. Um, I wanted to spend a lot of time up at Glacier National Park because that was one that I definitely wanted to be at. So I spent like a whole week there. 
and I actually got a place there. So like, uh, I knew I had to be charging batteries. I wanted to dump my bags and be able to have freedom to, you know, to head into the park, you know, where, every day. where could you get, uh, electricity? Well, it was a, I, I stayed at like, uh, like a cabin or something. Yeah. It's like a little cabin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They had it set up. It was really nice. Really, really nice. Um, but yeah, Glacier Park. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that. Cause I got a bunch of pictures. Um, yeah, here's me heading into the park. Uh, you know, just it's, it's literally breathtaking. I know that sounds kind of corny mm-hmm. and cliche, but when I was on this famous road called going to the sun road, uh, which if, you know, if you go to, if you go to Glacier Park, that's the road everybody wants to, that's the road. Mm-hmm. And I'll show you pictures and you'll understand why in a minute. Why? But, uh, yeah, it was a it was a lot a lot of fun uh, going on that. So I just kept hitting that road every day, um, you know, going through it. And yeah, here's another spot. Wow. Um, yeah, it literally takes your breath away when you're when you're on that road, and you're when I was looking out, I was like, going, oh, you know, like because you're the the road is like so precarious and mm-hmm. and you're on a motorcycle and and you're looking down off a cliff face and then you're seeing all these mountains and it's twisting and you're going it's it was yeah it's like sensory overload it, yeah it was crazy crazy insane and then um here is uh uh right outside uh, that that lodge there is uh many glacier lodge um and that's kind of the famous one, and like you could just see some of the mountains there. It and looks I was, like the uh, the front of uh, the Shining yeah. Uh, Hotel. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Wow. And then uh, here, here I'll run the video here. Look at that. Yeah, the uh, the the lake is right there, and um, you still see snow on the mountains there. And it was like I think it was July. No, no, this was uh, August. I was there. Hmm. So let me hit back. Yeah. Uh, the This is inside the lodge. And, wow. uh, yeah, it's just all the – like the lodges I went to and all the national parks were just crazy. Was it uh, was it packed? Uh, it was, uh, was it pretty busy? Yeah, pretty busy. I wouldn't say it was packed, but it was pretty busy. Like a lot that, – that's the season, obviously, that yeah. people go. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really, really nice. The – uh, I obviously didn't want to stay there. I was like, I was like, I was, I didn't want to have that experience. So like, I was like, I'm gonna, I want to be out in the venture. So you you got, I mean, so uh, when you were, you know, you're out on on your own alone. Um, did you ever have any anticipation of that being that bothering you at all? No, that's just just the amazing thing is like. I just was so ready for it. Like, I was like, yeah, bring it on. And like, yeah, you know, and yeah, things go wrong and, you know, and like the bad weather and things like, it's like, hey, you just take it. Yeah. You know, you just deal with it. You know, like, uh, um, you don't get all up in your head about stuff. And it's, if you don't, it's just, you just totally embrace the adventure. It's, yeah, it's really, really, amazing. uh, this is starting, uh, on going to the sun road there. Um, just at the bottom there wow going through and let's see here here's a little bit further a little bit further up the the weather wasn't too hot that day um but i since i was there the entire week every single day 
I was going up and down on the um, on going to the Sun Road because it was just so gorgeous. Yeah. Nice. So here's a little bit further up, and um, yeah, you can see like some of the snow that's still up there. Um, and uh, this little ledge wall, that's it. <laughs> and then there's like a cliff face going down, and it's like yeah. at least a hundred feet, you know. And then uh, in some places, it's a lot more. Um, so like when it starts twisting, and you're right by the mountains, yeah. it's <laughs> insane. So much fun. Uh, yeah, here's another spot, and they have these little little tiny pullouts. And luckily, I'm on a motorcycle, so I'm able to pull out there. But if you're yeah. in a car, it's oh, yeah. it's really really difficult. And actually, I think they they try and discourage you from doing that, just because it's so backed up. Oh, that <laughs> I didn't mention when I was when I was there, uh, it was so packed uh, that they time your entry into the park for for going to the Sun Road because everybody wants to go mm -hmm. on it, and um, you have to get tickets in advance. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, how am I going to do this? And then they said, oh, just come back at 4.30, and you can go straight through, and don't and they don't care. I was like, oh, okay. So I just did that every day oh, wow. at 4.30. Just went. And sometimes I would go, like, uh, one way I would go, and then uh, just turn around and come right back, you know, because I was, uh, you know, trying to come back to the same entrance. Plus, I got to see the, you know, get the experience of the road from the other direction, mm -hmm. which is completely different, um, depending on which way you're going. Um, oh, this is uh, Lake McDonald Lodge, uh, which is by the, I want to say the western entrance. Is this like, oh, those are cave painting i was looking at the design of the lanterns yeah i'm not it's sure like yeah i guess they're yeah it's a native american pictograph, uh yeah. yeah pictographs they have there and it the, like i said this is like just another lodge that they had which is a little small lodge but it's oh yeah yeah here's a little view off of looking at uh you know over look, going to the sun road at you know some of the mountains there ah so eventually that had to end <laughs> So then I uh, started, uh, you know, I went through uh, Montana. I went, I, I mean, I hid everywhere in Montana. Um, and then um, this was one of the small towns in uh, Montana that I went to after uh, the glacier, which was, it's called Big Timber. It's a, it's really a small little town, uh, but they have a. Uh, I I noticed online they had a uh, a rodeo there every Wednesday uh, during the summer, and it was just, it was it was literally my first rodeo, so it was <laughs> my first rodeo. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I actually got to meet uh, 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 one of the cast members from uh, the show uh, Yellowstone. His name is uh, on the show. His name is Lloyd. He's the older cowboy guy. Um, yeah, he he was a real nice guy. He was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, you can see the stands there. It's not like that full, but it's so much fun. I, like I, I really wanted to enjoy it. Here's, oh, here's nice. a great shot, you know, an action shot of some of the guys doing uh, doing their thing. And here is a little video of a guy around the. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, they had the rodeo clown guy come out and just make all these corny jokes and stuff. It was, it was so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. 
Um, this is where I camped. It was right along the Yellowstone River, uh, like just outside of uh, uh, Big Timber. And uh, just, again, free site, you know. You know, right by the river, right by the rivers are, are, are wonderful, you know, sites for camping. Mm. This is, uh, as I was riding uh, along the, um, some of the back roads in Montana, I was heading up to, um, I think, uh, like towards uh, um, Chief, Joseph's, Chief Joseph Highway. Uh, one of the back roads there I was hitting, I was at, and like some, you just point your camera anywhere. The lighting that day was just all diffused and wonderful. Mm -hmm. So like, it was, it was just wonderful. The, uh, some of the pictures I was able to get, um, and it's just stuff on the side of the road. I'm just, you know, point my camera at it and take a picture. This is all still in Glacier. Uh, no. Uh Oh no! This is no. I, I this is I. I had left Glacier. Okay, you know. I see. I see. So this is. Uh, it's not too far from Darby, which is actually where they shoot the show Ye Yellowstone. the The ranch or whatever is right there in Darby. So uh, yeah, it's not too far from it. Got so it. Uh, this mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember where exactly. It's uh, I think it's called Lewistown Hill. Um, if you look over on the right, on the right side of the river there, mm -hmm. that is, uh, Clarkston, Washington. So it's very East Washington. Um, and I stayed mm -hmm. with a guy there. Um, he, uh, part of the bunker biker thing. I'll again, I'll talk about it, but, uh, he, uh, he was building a bike and I got to help him with like, uh, his motorcycle that he's built. It's just a ugh, crazy bike he's, he's mm -hmm. making. Um, but yeah, it's just the you see the twisty turns on the, on the roads that I I was able and nothing makes you happier when you're on a motorcycle when you see that it's, it's yeah like, yeah <laughs> because um, one of the things that's a big thing uh, for motorcycle people is when you get to scrape your pegs right <laughs> for whatever reason that really is awesome because you're really you're really dipping in the turns and you know you're doing something so like uh, the, the, that's why they were fun so. Um, here is coming out of uh, I was coming out of Clarkston, Washington, and uh, the I forget where I was going. Oh, I was going to Joseph, Oregon, and oh my God, I love that town. But anyway, so but and then the the road was just the most one of the most twisty roads I've been on. Wow. Like coming up, it was, I was scraping my peg on every turn. My, wow. It was just really incredible. Here, what do you see? Like here, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, just wait, it's gonna come around. Wow. So yeah, it's it was just so beautiful. And like I think I have some pictures here of like some of the stuff I've seen on just on the back road here going to yeah, here like wow. like this horse and stuff, like it the uh back road. Ah, so uh, then uh, I headed into uh, Idaho, and this is Shoshone Falls um, here. I'll run the video here. It's known as the Niagara Falls of the West. Gorgeous, geez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really just insane. The I was really glad. I, I was like... What is that? Is that a house? Well, that's not a house. No, no, yeah. no. That's uh, I think it's an electrical. Oh, okay, so yeah, it's yeah. industrial plant kind of. Yeah, thing. something like that. Oh, 
<laughs> Gosh. You you should if if you're a Napoleon Dynamite fan, you'll know exactly what that is. <laughs> uh, uh I um I got a story about that too. The so my nephews were like getting on my case. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna be in Idaho. You gotta go go to Napoleon Dynamite's house. You gotta go there." I was like, "I was like, all right, I'm going, I'm going." <laughs> so, uh, it's this is uh, Preston, Idaho. It's uh, you know, uh, it's it's kind of a cool little town. Um, and actually, there was a lot of spots in um, uh, in the town area. Actually, they're all like within like three miles of each other. Uh, that were all in the movie. So they must have just went there and just shot like in, in all these different places. It was just really, really fun. So like, yeah, that was me doing my Napoleon impression. Nice. Uh, this is Pedro's house. <laughs> uh, the funny thing about it is, is um, I'm like uh, the night before I had stayed with uh, another bunker biker guy. And um, he had, uh, he used to live in this house like uh well i think he rented it out so he used to live in the house and actually i met the lady uh who lives in the that one uh, on the right side there uh she saw what i was i was doing what everybody does you know go take a picture in front of uh, pedro's house and uh uh so she came out and she was like you know talking to me she i think she brought me like some kool-aid or stuff you know it's like just friendly friendly awesome people and uh yeah and like she yeah so it was wonderful uh this is jackson hole yeah. uh wyoming um the these are the people on the left are uh the hosts that i stayed with the bunker biker people and they took us on a ride up there and uh i think the person in the middle is a uh is, was an exchange student and the guy all the way to the right is um He's another bunk a biker guy that was staying there at the same time so the, I was. So this bunk a, this bunk a biker is yeah. like an this is like a, a club and so online. So it's it's a network of um, volunteers, which is which are basically made up of uh, motorcycle people who uh, allow you know open up their house and allow you to stay there for free, you know, for like a, a night or two, um, and they. You know, they're part of it's just a part of the community. Yeah. Uh, there's, and it's just awesome. Like, uh, it's just a great, it's a great way to meet people and talk, you know, and explore mm-hmm. the areas and they tell you where to go. And just, it's just so much fun. Um, yeah. So if you're uh, into motorcycling, uh, I highly suggest it. And you can check them out. Their, uh, their Facebook page uh, and also um, uh, their website is Bunk a Biker. So yeah, definitely check them out. Uh, and especially if you're interested in hosting, they're always looking for people to host. Um, you know, other bikers that are coming around the country. Um, that is uh, one of the most photographed barns in the world. It is uh, right in this is Grand Teton uh, National Park area, and this you might have actually probably seen this. Uh, you know, this barn on like screensavers or um <laughs> let's see um like desktops and things like that uh for computers because uh it's just it's not the barn it's what's behind the barn which is the, obviously the mountain range for the grand teton so mm-hmm. it's just just everywhere you look is just mm-hmm. you know just insane views um wow yeah that's that that one's pretty good it's right by there uh the lodge there 
Um, and actually, the lodge there at Grand Teton, they actually used that for, um, like, uh, political dignitaries when they come in and they have, like, uh, you know, I don't know, meetings there. Uh, mm. I'm not sure, you know, when the last time I used it for that, but they do that. Uh, at least I was told that. And, yeah, this is just insane. There's another, I guess, a barn area. Uh, then, uh, I, I went from, so I went from Jackson Hole up to, um, uh, J Jackson Hole up to Grand Teton up to, and then into, uh, Yellowstone. This is in, this is, I think it's called Old Faithful Lodge. Uh, and yeah, it's just, a, all these lodges yeah, are just insane. <laughs> just insane. And, um. This is Grand Prismatic Springs, and I think this is the Excelsior Spring or Glacier, or, or not Glacier, uh, um, Geyser. Mm -hmm. um, oh, this this one I love. This is where I finally saw and then I I got the same thing when I got the Yellowstone. They're like, oh, I see bison all over the place. I was like, I didn't see any. I was there for like two or three two or three days, and uh, and I was getting really annoyed. And then like. And finally, you saw one. I've, <laughs> better than that. Amazing. Better. So if you listen to them, you can hear. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And they're so, big, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, once I finally saw him, I was like, "All right, <laughs> I can check it off my list." Yeah. Here's uh, old uh, old faithful. Did, did they? Uh, they? Did you have your motorcycle on? Like, does does the sound of the bike? Did it bother them? They're, they're used to that, you know. So yeah. okay. I, that was. But I mean, I turned it off once I was there because I wanted to experience it. Plus, I was True. stopped. So yep, yep. Uh, the but yeah, they're so used to it, like mm. cars and buses and everybody going through there they didn't you know it doesn't seem to bother them at all here's uh the old faithful old faithful uh geyser it was a little bit off schedule i think it was like like a half hour late or something, <laughs> you know, but still work. Wow. How high do you think that? Oh, I have no idea. No. 60 feet? It, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is uh, the falls there in um, Yellowstone, Yellowstone Falls. There's a good shot of the bison. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're all over the road there. It's like the size a of a car. Yeah. <laughs> Those things are huge. Yeah. I was, a, I was a little bit, like, leery. But I had seen, uh, you know, so many times before, you know, this exact thing where, like, they're so used to it, so it's not an issue. As long as you don't go near them, mm -hmm. you're good. Yeah. I don't want to end up in the news, you know, like, yeah. uh, being that person. You know, I would. there's some meme where, like, uh, you know, 
I forget what it is about bison. But I mean, I've seen a few seen a few videos online where uh, some of these motorcyclists are passing through, and they're just like sitting there, and then one random bison goes over there and just like <laughs> plows into it. <laughs> like, oh man! Yeah, as long as you keep your distance, yeah. you know, you're, you're good. You're good with them. Uh, this is a glam shot of my bike. This was uh, right outside Cody, Wyoming. Um, yeah, it was really windy there. I stayed there. I think it was Custer uh, State Park uh, that I stayed uh, the, the or the campsite there, uh, and I it was so windy. Yeah, I actually that's where I lost my my hat because it was like every like the tent was like blowing over and it was touching my face. It was, <laughs> oh yeah, my it was god, not, not a fun time. But uh, and try and sleep in that, you know, like yeah. just the wind and just yeah, the noise, yeah, but. You know, it's part of the adventure. Uh, yeah, so then, yeah, then I headed up into uh, Montana across the border uh, from Wyoming uh, to do uh, Beartooth Pass. That uh, is pretty incredible, the the twisty, windy road going up there. That's like on every motorcyclist list as far as one of the roads they want to go on. So lots of fun. Mm. Uh, this is like up on top of the mountain area is, uh, you know, one of the mountain lakes there. And you can see the road there a little bit. I try to get, like, to kind of show, like, how, how twisty it is. But it's lots of fun. This is an awesome little spot. And I remember just seeing it. I forget where I saw it. Somewhere I saw it. And I was like, I got to go there. So I put it on my map. It's uh, the Bear Creek Saloon. It's right around the base of uh, uh, the Beartooth Pass and just outside of Red Lodge, Montana. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's famous. If you see there on the left, they got on the bottom there, it says pig races. So <laughs> I'll show you a little bit of what that's ah, about. Okay. So it's a lot of fun. It's a great little historic place and just lots of great food, there we go. great food and stuff. So here's the thing about the pig races. They, I say races in quotations because... <laughs> They, you'll see. They don't really, yeah. they don't really go too fast. Yeah. But the fun thing about it is, like, everybody's out back and they're, you know, drinking beer and just yeah, having yeah. fun. And uh, uh, you get the bet on the pigs. Right. All the money goes to charity, but like, it's just fun because you get the bet, you know, on on yours. One of the guys was, one of them was named Chris P. Bacon. <laughs> ah. Uh, yeah, pretty fun. So, here you go. You'll see, like they kind of mosey around. They don't really race. <laughs> There's a girl that had to come, come by and kind of shove uh, them along, you know. Four number five in the back. They, they get e they get easily distracted by uh, you know whatever's on the track. Yeah. They're trying to I don't know hunt for truffles. Yeah, number two <laughs> number two is in the front, and then it's like oh. Yeah, then they just kind of stop. <laughs> <laughs> It was so much fun. Race by proxy. Yeah. Well, yeah here she goes. She got to, like, shove them along. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, number one's ahead. Yeah, I forget which one won. But uh, they had, they'll have, like, uh, you know, like five or six races, you know. And yeah, <laughs> lots of lots of fun. Hmm. Uh, this was in uh, a place called Ten Sleep, uh, Wyoming. It's a little town, little town, 
but it's on its way uh, on the way towards uh, where I was going to um, uh, Devil's Tower on the other side of the state. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a little town, but this is what they're known like the brewery there is like famous so like they're they have like a this brewery where they and i was there i think i was there on um on labor day weekend and uh they happen to have a singer songwriter uh um uh competition going on there was really really cool uh and that's where it is you can barely see them out back there like they're doing their uh you know their concert performance and um you get to drink beer and hang out just oh my god just just chill and you know it's just here's where i got to see yeah here's uh you know devil's tower you know i was uh you know see any uh, aliens yeah close encounters fan yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's us i was like where's the aliens so uh you know is every morning they've got these these climbers that, that go up it and like you, if you zoom in, you can really see it, you know, see them climbing and they're just hanging out up on top, you know, wow. they do it all the time. It's, it's apparently just, you know, it's not too big a deal. They do it all the time. Here's a little uh, prairie dog. Um, I got to see, um, they, they had a whole bunch of prairie dogs around there. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so here you hey, go. Here's your here's alien. alien. <laughs> there's the alien. So, uh, yeah, this is in the, uh, this, the gift store that's right, uh, I love it. Right at the top there, right, right, right at the base of the of the. Uh, did that um, actually that? Uh, why did they choose double? Do you, uh, I don't. I don't know. If, what's that? Because I don't know why they. Why did they choose uh, Devil's Tower? Um, For the as movie? A alien hotspot. Yeah. Was that? That wasn't anything significant, or was it just part of the story. Yeah, I can't remember the reasoning they yeah. used. Yeah, but because uh, there wasn't anything like, there was no mythologies behind, but um, outside of the movie. Yeah. I don't know. There may have been. I, I I just don't know enough about it. I didn't research that much about it. Yeah. Um, ah, this is in Rocky Mountain National Park. Uh, this in Colorado. So I've you know, I've gone now through and uh, and I'm <laughs> you're just getting the real brief highlights of the stuff because there's sure. so much more that I I'm not gonna yeah, show yeah. just for time's sake. So. Um, so yeah, like uh, now I'm in uh, Colorado. This is right outside of Estes Park, which is where uh, the Stanley Hotel is, where you know they wrote The Shining, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. or at least was inspired. Um, but uh, Rocky Mountain National Park is uh, just—they've uh, got like some roads that go through. It's kind of a little bit similar to um, Glacier in the effect that like you have to kind of ride through and just see the mountain ranges as you go. Um, but yeah, about this was, um, here, I think I have it on the next photo is that's an, uh, elk doe. So, an elk doe. Uh, an yeah. elk doe. Yeah. So that's like the ladies, yeah. uh, the, uh, <laughs> uh, and they, and the, the, the bucks, the, the male elk, what happened was since my campsite was kind of up on the on the hilltop and kind of away from everything else so the elk would come up the bucks would come up in the, the middle of the night and just start um bugling so here I, I think i got a sound of what they sound like when they're bugling and um basically when they when they bugle they're you know trying to um attract the ladies 
so so let me get to that so here's what a bugle sounds like from an elk and i heard this all night long and it wasn't just one there was like five and they were right outside my tent and they were stomping as well they were stomping the ground and and bugling and they're trying to get the ladies. Hey, they're trying to get the ladies. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, and then, like, in other areas, not this campground, but I, I don't want to – I'll, I'll kind of do it now just because I don't want to rehook everything up. But there is uh, – you heard coyotes at night. So, that's a little bit, that's a little bit like coyotes. Wow, and, uh, yeah. and you were and you recorded all of this, obviously. Uh, what what were you feeling? <laughs> and uh, I I never felt like uh, it was uh, you know in danger or anything like that. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool, you know. Yeah, not, you didn't feel at all like that, no, not at all. Wow, I did I did not feel at all. And uh, actually, most of these websites, especially websites, most of these campsites when. Uh, uh, especially like in Wyoming, Montana, and uh, some of those areas, all the campsites had uh, these signs that said, you know, look out for grizzly bears and things like that. And uh, you had these storage lockers to keep your food and stuff in. So, well, uh, were you weren't the only one camping out there at the time? No, were you? this is a uh, you know a national park, so there's yeah tons yeah. of people. But the danger is always there. You know, they do have you know grizzly bears that come through there so yeah uh but i i never felt in danger at all about any, any of that stuff and yeah so this is yeah that's just uh, a little area wow and some of the mountainside there more it's pretty much like there's it's a common theme like there's just a lot of that this is at uh one of the lodges, uh, there's a view going out. At so after I was done in, um, where was I? Oh, in uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. Uh, went down to the Denver area and stayed there uh, with another bunker biker. Uh, a lady named Cece, who's awesome, you know, and stayed there for a while. Oh, my God. I <laughs> When I showed up there, it was like uh, I showed up at late at night and it was like I'd come through. It was raining like cold, hard rain like all night. And I was so drenched when I showed up like at, at her house and she's like she took me in like like uh, and I got like under like got a blanket and like, she, oh, my God, she gave me food and everything. I was like, oh, she's yeah, saved me. So, uh, yeah, it's really wonderful. But this is uh, uh, Red Rocks, and there's an interesting story about this. So uh, I just wanted to – Red Rocks is a uh, uh, like a uh, concert venue that's outside. It's famous in, uh, um, in, the, in the Denver area. And uh, so I was – I just wanted to go – I was cruising by. Like, I went through this cool little town called Evergreen, just awesome little town uh, in uh, – um, in the Denver area. And 
I wanted to just get pictures of uh, the Red Rocks and go up there and, and look at the venue and see that. So I was I was riding up, and there was a person standing in the road, and they're like, "All right, go on up." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I went on up, uh, and they go, and then I met another guy, and then like, and like he's like, "Oh, just go on up near the front." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I went I went up near the front uh, because they they light motorcycles right up there near the front, and then. It was apparent that there was an event going on there, and uh, and I was like, ah, oh, I wonder what's going on. So like, uh, I uh, I'm looking around, and all of a sudden I see all these people walking up, like these girls in skimpy outfits and like with little cat ears and stuff. And uh, I go, oh, what's uh, who's playing? And they're like, uh, Nene. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. You know, like I knew who Nene was, and uh, uh, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, Nene. <laughs> so. Uh, so uh, I go up. Uh, I get closer to the, you know, to the, uh, to the front, and they had. Um, you could hear the music coming out. They were playing already. It was an EDM concert, so like uh, they had all kinds of DJs playing, and uh, Nene was like the headliner, and uh, um, who I hadn't heard of. Um, and so I was like, okay. So I got a. I went on uh, my phone and and got a ticket. And, and went in and it was awesome <laughs> it was so awesome i can't tell you like i think all the world should be an edm concert <laughs> just because of how how accepting and everybody was just totally chill and in sync and everybody got their freak freak flag on you know like they just uh it was just a real wonderful experience i really really like plus the music i love edm music so nice. so yeah it was it was a lot of, a lot of fun um you know, the, the thing, uh, um, they had a lot of local fires in the area uh, at the time. I guess they have them all the time. But, like, uh, and so there's, like, this haze going over. And then uh, I noticed a lot of people, like, sucking on, like, uh, I guess what it, it had to be, like, uh, their asthma inhaler or something. I don't mm. know. Uh Take with that. Yeah, Colorado. I was in yeah. Denver, yeah. Colorado, yeah, yeah. where certain things are legal. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, it was, and uh, and then they had lasers, and they're shooting lasers over your head, and it was, and then the 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 thing that was really cool was, uh, you know, as the concert's going on and it's getting really dark out, the all of a sudden, uh, right behind, right dead center behind the stage, a moon like a full moon that was blood red. Wow. Like came up like right over and and I wanted to take pictures of it, but like they you know they you, you have to lock your phone away. They won't let you uh, right. record yeah. anything. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was just just uh, met a lot of cool people. There was this one girl that was like passing by and like she didn't say a word. She just held up her hand and and I was looking at her. I didn't know what to do. And then like I took my hand and I touched her hand and she was like okay. <laughs> and, then, and then like walk by <laughs> and then there's the so like yeah it was like i met like so many people there was a lot of a lot of fun nice so yes edm concerts the world needs more of it so yes this is where the the broken kickstand comes into effect so uh, uh i don't know if you remember back when i was talking about like my kickstand had broke mm -hmm. for a different reason but uh, uh so i had to reach under to to do to uh put it down and this is these. This guy was in the road. I think he's a mountain goat, and uh, I think I was going up Mount Evans. This is Mount Evans, 
and uh so uh yeah i'm bending over and with my helmet on like this and uh and putting the kickstand down and this guy thinks i'm gonna he, i'm ready to charge him you know like or he's gonna charge me he's like okay well let's get it on you oh know? wow <laughs> but then it, it wasn't he just wanted to check out my motorcycle he didn't know what the <laughs> hell was going on but like i was afraid i was like oh like i just realized it as i was bending over i was like oh no but yeah he was just checking it out so yeah then i like i saw the family of uh you know goods. and this is uh they they had the the summit uh closed off because i think they were doing some kind of search and rescue so um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Got to see Mount Evans. This is in Colorado Springs. It's called Garden of the Gods. A lot of fun. Stayed with another bunker biker guy here. Like, uh, just amazing. He, he's the guy who's taking a picture. Like, uh, he okay, took me I was going to say there's another motorcycle. Yeah, uh, yeah. There. He, yeah, he took me around, um, the whole area. Just great guy. That's um, a hell of a bike. Yeah. It's like a two-wheeled car. Yeah, I can't, I, I think it's a... I think it's a Honda. I can't remember what it is. The, um, but yeah, you see the the, the uh, rock ledge uh, behind you, or behind there, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. This is balanced rock, mm. um, kind of famous there, uh, and this is Pikes Peak. So um, you can see the twisty road going up there to Pikes Peak. It's pretty. Uh, I think I'm down. Yeah, this is Colorado Springs area, and uh, this is at the top, at the summit, looking down. This is about fourteen thousand, a little more than fourteen thousand feet elevation. And here is kind of a look around. You're kind of in the clouds here, and it was cold at the top, <laughs> very cold. And they have a train there. You can see. I forgot what they call it like a special train that goes up the mountain. So if you wanted to, you could just do that. Um, this this is a, a spot that I wanted to visit. It was uh, coming south. I was coming south out of Colorado Springs, and it's right on the on right off of the roadway there. It, it, uh, Bishop Castle. It's basically made by this guy. His last name is Bishop, um, and they're he's just making it on his own. You know, him and his family um are making it and it's just like amazing it looks there, like Game are of they Thrones. still constructing it or <laughs> yeah it's... they're still under construction oh yeah. wow yeah and uh yeah it, the the work there it, it looks like uh they have i think they have weddings and stuff here some some events and but, so this is a family that owns yes. this and they just decided to build a castle yep yeah they've been doing it for a long time I don't know. There's more about it. You can you can look up online. But the uh, uh, I know the guy that he's been having trouble with the town. You know they're trying to shut it down and trying oh. because people getting access to that's why they're not they don't charge you to get in. Mm. And then just a lot of stuff. But here's like an area. Um, just this is underneath that uh, spot we were just looking at. Um, but it was just very cool. To see this going on and it's like yeah man and further south this is uh great sand dunes national park um you can see it's one of the i think the highest sand dune in in i don't know in america or the americas mm. um 
but it was pretty cool. It was exhausting to kind of walk through the sand because it's really loose, and I had all my motorcycle gear on, so you know it didn't help. Um, but yeah, people were like doing. They have this board. You can uh, you know you can rent these boards and and slide down mm-hmm. um, and do that. I didn't I didn't wind up doing that because I was like so it's just there's so many things I had to do. <laughs> I was like I can't do that as well. Um, this is Mesa Verde. Uh, this is a, uh, Indian, um, uh, Native American, uh, you know, uh, cliff dwelling that they had there. It's, it's one of the best ones here. In the next picture, you can really see, uh, a lot of the, you know, how detailed in the construction they had. Wow. Can you go, uh, deep into those or that's, it's, it's yeah, they actually have, uh, tours that they take you down and you can actually walk through them. Oh wow! And stuff, but I didn't, I couldn't arrange that. So, but uh, yeah, if you want to, you can do that. But uh, it's it's pretty pretty cool. And there's actually a, a bunch of these uh, cliff dwelling stuff that you can see throughout the area. Uh, but this one's kind of the biggest and best uh, version of it. Uh, this is in Silverton, Colorado. It is. Um, Part, a part of the way along uh, the Million Dollar Highway, uh, which is another one of the roads that all motorcycle people want to go on. It's, you'll see why. There's, there's another uh, picture I have here that's going to kind of show it, but it's just really, really insane. The, um, uh, this, the old mining towns that they had there. Here's the, here's the part of the Million Dollar Highway. You can see here there's a cliff drop-off there. And notice there are no guardrails. <laughs> wow! And they kind of need not to have them because when they they got to keep it open, with they plow the snow, they got to plow the snow right off. But man, I would not want to have that job, <laughs> you know, guessing where the edge of the road is. So Jeez, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it would that was uh, a lot of fun. And this goes all the way up to Ure, um, uh, Colorado, which is uh, actually this is the road. Uh, the twisty road going into Silverton, where I just showed you before. Uh, but I think the next photo is going to be of Ure. Yeah, it's kind of the uh, Switzerland of the uh, um, the a West. Cool town. Yeah, it's a little mining town and like, uh, or was a mining town. And then like, uh, you know, there's it's surrounded by these, you know, huge hills. The, the, then out of there, I went up to uh, the National Park uh, for uh, Black Canyon of the Gunnison, and that's uh, this is there. Uh, camped there for a couple of nights. Um, yeah, it's kind of. And then here's the Lazy Lizard Hostel, and uh, that's actually where I met up with uh, my bud Spencer, who was going to be on the podcast, but couldn't make couldn't make it so uh i'll have him on on another time and he, we can kind of talk about you know the, the stuff we kind of did we went to um arches national this is in moab utah uh we went to arches national park we went to here i'll show you the pictures uh this is us uh that's balanced rock there in arches <laughs> national park wow look at that thing yeah it's uh this is what i'll let spencer talk about this on the um later on uh this was De- this is delicate arch which is kind of the famous arch in the one of the famous arches there in the park and you kind of gotta you know 
drive around and hike and like really get to like you, you can't just like pull off and see it you know you got to really you know work for it and one of the when we were hiking up like to see this where where we were at i was like man this better be worth it because like we're hiking up this hill and it's like it's getting very close to sunset and i was like oh we, we gotta get up there and like so it took us a little while to get up there uh but this looks it looks right um uh that's due to my camera phone so this is a little bit more zoomed out of what you're seeing but you're going to really understand it in this next photo that's me and way in the background here hold on let me see you can see that's the arch that's <laughs> oh, a yeah it's a hell so, of a hike so yeah that's like a mile away or whatever but like uh, we you know you so where we hiked up, I was like, you know, you're going to see the arch. You're going to see the arch. You get all the way up there, and you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was a little bit annoyed. Amazing. And I was making Spencer laugh because he's like, he sounded like Bill Burr or something. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, here's the balance rock, balance rock again. And here's us, like, after we left, because we were both going uh, kind of the same direction. So we were going to go south uh, from uh, Moab, Utah to like, I think it was Bluff, Utah. And we were going to camp there. And then he the next day he was going to go his way. I was going to go my way, which are you know different directions. This is a little spot along the way uh, called, it's obviously called Hole in the Rock. Um, there's this um, couple or, or, or family that... Um, I think there was like maybe there was some kind of like a uh, hole a hole there uh but they wound up like digging and blowing and blowing dynamite out and like clearing out like a like a big area I think it was like 3000 square feet for their ha for their home wow so they had their home there uh but now it's like a museum they uh you can walk around and do that but I was like I, I didn't really care so, to wait, see wait they it. they live in this rock they did at that you know this is like in the 30s or so. i don't know when that was but it was a long time ago and they they lived there um and now it's like a museum and just a roadside stop so they got a bunch of other little things you can see there so yeah there it is and that was kind of funny like can't really see it here but there can was you a, go into their old house yeah that's part of the museum okay is there is their old house is uh, yeah oh, cool and there were, they had a Jeep, like, way up on top here. Um, I don't have a picture of it, but there, you know, they had, it's just a bunch of odd things around mm -hmm. the area, too. They had, they had, you know, come see Bigfoot. They had a sign, <laughs> like, they had signs, like, come see Bigfoot. <clears throat> so, uh, the, so I finally walked around. I was a sucker. I went there. I went, you know, let's go see Bigfoot. So I went all the way around, went to see Bigfoot, and it's just like this actual like wooden foot that they ah. carved out. And, uh, Bigfoot, all right, got me. So this is our campsite. It's outside of Bluff, uh, uh, Utah, um, and uh, yeah, free. We just found a spot and like uh, we camped there for the night. And then yeah, he went off his his way, and then I went uh, my way. I was going uh, towards uh, towards Monument Valley. I think I was going towards uh, this. This is Gooseneck State Park. Um, I can't remember if it was Arizona or, or uh, Utah. And uh, yeah, it was that was 
there was tons for whatever reason there was tons of german tourists hmm. i think they had um they had some kind of deal because every park i went to they had like tons of german tourists i was like okay um yeah i don't know what the reason reasoning was uh, if you're a fan of Forrest Gump, you'll know this this uh, point. This is uh, yeah. where he uh, famously, uh, you know, was running across country, and then just stopped and was like, "I'm gonna go home now." So, um, this is going towards uh, Monument Valley. You can kind of see in the background the uh, the mesas and the, you know. I love Monument Valley. That was yeah. a fun ride. And then actually down here on the right is uh, or is it here? Yeah, it might be here. It's actually called Forrest Gump Point. So, <laughs> yep. Here is Monument Valley. Um, we went here on our trip, uh, but I, you know, I was along the way. I was like, yeah, I'm going to hit it again. They, uh, this is a famous, uh, you can't really see it too well here. This one and that one, it's the left mitten and the right mitten. You can kind of see it. I'll show you in the next ones you'll see. Did you stop by that uh, that that big restaurant? Do they still have like that massive yeah. taco? Yeah, that's yeah, it's right here. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the fry bread. Uh, that's it's a fry bread taco. <laughs> they call it. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, when they, that's serious business. There. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we went, uh, there's this little Native American uh, Navajo uh, Navajo uh, waitress, and Andrew's like, uh, how, how big is the uh, what do you call it? The, the, the fry bread taco. And she goes, oh, I eat one every week. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's a little, little woman. Little yeah, woman. And, uh, and Andrew's like, okay, I'll get it. So he got it, and the thing was bigger it was than so Oh, my God. Big. It was bigger than a huge pizza. You yeah, know, like, oh and, and it had all the stuff on it, too. Yeah. Like, he just barely ate, like, a slice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and she came by and was, like, scoffing at yeah. him. <laughs> you know, like, you're no man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so here is, yeah, that's actually the rock that we stood on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Check, yeah. So, so I kind of did that again. Here you can see a little bit better the left mm -hmm. mitten over here and the right mitten over there. So I kind of like that. Um, but yeah, it's just, you can just see all these mesas out there. And uh, there's a road that goes along there. I wanted to take my motorcycle down there, but they, I don't think they allowed it anymore. They, I think they used to in the past, but not. Yeah, I remember recently. that we were. I don't remember we, we didn't ride through this part, um, but there were. We, we took our motorcycles around a couple of the uh, um, the mountain areas, and I don't think there was an issue. No, but this is the dirt road that goes right through the. I forget the name of the road, but like it goes right. We didn't through. ride through that. No, we yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. But I think they used to allow motorcycles, oh, okay. but now they don't. So, uh, I, I want to say that Shiprock. I don't know what it is. I can't remember the the name of it. Here's uh, actually a little little pan. And there's the. Uh, And this is, uh, I think it's Marble Canyon back in Arizona. In Arizona. Um, I was kind of using this as a um, staging area, like a camp spot. And then I was going up and seeing a bunch of spots like in Utah and northern Arizona. Um, 
and I was just using this like a campsite for the for the area. This is famous Horseshoe Bend in um, northern Arizona. There were so many people here. Oh my God, it was packed. And uh, the you can see somebody there with their flag. So many Instagram models and people like mm-hmm. you know, uh, look at me, you know. But everybody's just trying to do the same thing: get a picture, mm-hmm. you know, in front of the thing. And they were kind of blocking it for everybody. And uh, it was yeah, it was getting a little annoying. They had like a crew. You oh, know, wow. they came with a crew. You know, <laughs> some of the Instagram people. So, uh, yeah, it was it was it was okay. I I, I was so surprised by how many people was were there. It was really really packed. This was really awesome. This was um, Upper Antelope Canyon. It's a slot canyon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to walk through it, and actually, I was on the on a good tour, which was like uh, the last one they had for the day. Um, and you get to walk through this area. It's it you know mm-hmm. look at look at that. It's just insane. Like the uh, y- you're walking through and looking up, and um, and uh, you know it's just an experience that you you should definitely do if you're if you're in the area here's me being a dork Mm. (laughs) so uh yeah that this is right where i was camping there uh in uh, marble canyon this is a balanced rock that they have there and uh um yeah i just want to get a picture by it when i was going on my way there then I, I went up to Bryce Canyon. This is Bryce. Uh, these are the hoodoos. You can see them here. Um, just looking out. Wow. Yeah, I hiked down, you know, to the bottom and was like going around and came back up. It was pretty hot when I was there. I can't remember how hot it was, but it was pretty hot. Uh, this is uh, actually. I can't remember if I, I was going out of the park, but I forgot to take pictures. This is, uh, you know, you ride right through the uh, the archway of the, you know, as you're going up. Mm-hmm. And I think there's two of these. This is uh, where we went, uh, northern, uh, uh, north rim of the Grand Canyon. This yeah. is Grand Canyon Lodge. Which I actually loved the north rim. It was uh, pretty amazing. That I, w- I was amazed by how. Um, uh different it is from the north rim mm-hmm. to the south rim uh it is is an appreciable difference obviously most people go to the south rim there's tons more to do oh there's is ton- it really yeah In yeah the south rim yeah I, I, when you go to south rim there's tons to do uh, like there's not too much to do in the north rim but this lodge is pretty pretty cool right up on the right yeah. up on the cliff face it's uh it's really nice uh, and that's one of the views from there. You can see they they get pollution from like way far away, like uh, cities on the like on the coast and stuff. They'll get like uh, and it just the haze just hangs over it. Uh, this was a my campsite. It was right outside of Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, it was free, <laughs> and I was kind of most of the time I was here. I was kind of waiting out the rain the rain that was going on there, so. Um, it's kind of fun. So then I went up to uh, the south rim. This is the south rim of the Grand Canyon. Um, you can see it's a you know the just it's not as like uh, you don't see as many uh, plant like plants and greenery 
as you look down in the, to the canyon, mm-hmm. as you do in the north rim. You see a little bit more of that. Uh, yep. Yeah, so typical Grand Canyon stuff. Uh, then I was done with that. Then I cruised down through to uh, this is Sedona, Arizona, and um, this is I can't remember the name of the trail. It's one of the trails here. It heads over to towards Bell Rock, so it's very mystical. They got like energy vortexes and yeah. vortices, you know. So um, some places are really so. I'll, I'll show you. So that's Cathedral Rock. It's a famous. Uh, you know, uh, rock outcrop that uh, um, they say is like one of the energy vor- vortices, uh, but the one that's really that one, this is the one that everybody talks about. This Why? one's the, oh, it's the most powerful one. Why? It's Bell, it's Bell Rock. Okay. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You got to look it up, but like, <laughs> okay. It's, uh, what, what it's kind got of energy? A lot of energy. I don't know. Oh. Positive energy. Positive energy. Yeah, okay, that's good. I think so, you know. It's Sedona, man. <laughs> but yeah, if you're into mountain biking and yeah. hiking, this is a it's an awesome place to check out. Like, uh, um, lots of lots of fun. That's a little bit better kind of panorama. Then I headed into this is Scottsdale, I think Scottsdale, Arizona, um, and this is uh, Taliesin West. It's uh, Frank Lloyd Wright's uh, uh, western, southwestern um, kind of getaway from the bad weather in the, you know, I think Wisconsin was where the original Taliesin is, and this is Taliesin West. It's an architectural school that he had, um, and uh, most of the, the the building was based or made from most of the materials they found on site. Mm-hmm. And Taliesin, I think in Welsh means brow of the brow, um, and that's how he liked to place his uh, uh, houses were like uh, at the brow of the hill, which is you know just a little bit down. And he's always, I mean, he's well known for being that architect that would integrate nature into his house. Like yeah. you'd see a tree trunk going through a house, and that would be okay. It'd be normal. Yeah, and landscape and stuff. Uh, the one that I really like that is probably my favorite of his is uh, Falling Water in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's uh, is it's right on the waterfall. And yeah, um, this is yeah, just another view of it. Yeah. And I think we go inside here. Yeah, this is the garden room. In um, inside, and he made the furniture too. So he made uh, designed everything. And this is a Titan missile, and uh, so it's a basic at the Frank Lloyd Wright. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Frank Lloyd Wright was in the missiles. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, uh, right outside of Tucson, Arizona, and. Um, it's like a museum. Obviously, it's not operational. It's a Cold War relic, but mm-hmm. like, uh, and uh, they at the top there, you'll see it's like open, open to the well. It has like a uh, plexiglass uh, on top, and the reason they have that is so you know Soviet satellites can verify that you know what's here and what's inside, and that's not operational. It's kind of a museum, so. 
uh, yeah. So my friend Steve, who I stayed with in uh, Mesa, that I met up at the the motorcycle rally, uh, we went we went here together. It was uh, it was neat. Uh, this is uh, uh, historic Route sixty six, um, and I have to hit that. Yeah, a lot of fun. The road originally it's an old road there's only like parts of it that are open most of it has been you know you know they have bypasses now with other roads because it's so twisty and old and like yeah it was yeah it was outdated so <clears throat> but this goes up uh right into oatman arizona which i which uh i'll show you where i'm going and it's kind of gives you an idea of like you know the stuff that i had packed on my bike i'm a lot lighter now with all the stuff that i have but like that was i just too much stuff um this is where i camped uh it was right outside of uh oatman arizona uh another free site you know just a lot of fun and as you're going into oatman arizona they get ambushed by these donkeys mm -hmm. uh it's pretty you know they're cute but they uh you know they're they're trying to shake you down for any kind of food <laughs> and stuff. Actually, that one up front there uh, was uh, uh, sticking its head inside that minivan there, mm. and uh, and this guy you'll see here, he s sniffed out my trail mix that was in my bag. Wow. So he was just like trying to get into it, and so this is the main street of Oatman, Arizona. It's this is kind of like the fun old western town to kind of just check out a lot of tourists including me uh just to see to check it out the hotel there um is, their claim to fame is clark gable spending his honeymoon there so, oh wow yeah big deal <laughs> so they got pictures all over the wall and stuff so um yeah it's a cute little town lots of pretty neat and here's me and the donkey. <laughs> and then here's here's some fun music. It, it, you could put some, like, uh, hillbilly music to this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, then I headed out, and this is uh, Joshua Tree, uh, California National Park. And I've been here. Were we? Yeah, we. well, we were here not Many on that times. trip, but, like, yeah. uh, you know, another, another couple times. Jumbo Rocks, yeah. Yeah, that's Skull Rock, mm -hmm. um, kind of famous, and just, you know, here are Joshua Trees, there's the, my campsite, um, right along, you know, underneath the Joshua Trees in, at night, it was pretty, pretty cool, and this is going to be my trip uh, going home, so uh, this is how I'm going to be heading, it's the kind of the plan, I'm going to hit some national parks along the way. Big Bend being one of them, um, Carlsbad Caverns, White Sands, uh, New Mexico. Um, yeah, and then just uh, hitting other things along the way. I think that's it. Amazing. Holy cow. Yeah, so that's Jeez. kind of in a nutshell. There's tons of stuff I did not show So because uh, I wanted to kind of keep it brief. but Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, obviously, like the, to, to try to compact that into, you know. It, it's uh, impossible. And totally. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, – it, you know, obviously, this is the greatest bucket list or one of the greatest <laughs> bucket list things you could possibly do. Um, are you uh, are you going to try to synthesize this into, you know, something? Do you want to uh, 
you're you're going to be doing more trips like this. Yeah. Are are you are you looking to uh you know try to make a documentary out of it? Like how 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 would you share this story besides this podcast? Mm-hmm. But like how would you share this out um, with the world? Or do you want to? Is this yeah. a- so? Yeah. Uh, I've been back and forth on it, <laughs> and I've uh you know there was like in the beginning part of this trip there was so many things I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really document it the way I wanted to, you know, with video and stuff like that. And it was just too much to kind of handle with all the other logistics I was dealing with. Yeah. And plus figuring out stuff along the way, where am I going to stay? Like, so I knew that was not going to be at least part of the first part of this trip on this next part, going back, I'm going to try and, uh, you know, use the GoPro and video a little bit more. Actually, I tried the video <laughs> when I was uh, up at Glacier, uh, going on and going to the Sun Road. Um, I set it up. Uh, I had a helmet cam. I was, uh, you know, videoing, videoing uh, the uh, the trip on the in to see what it was. I went home or went back to where was the cabin and and I looked at the video, and it was nothing but sky. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing but sky. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, all right, all right I got it. I'm going to fix it. So, like, I, I yeah. you know, had it more tilted down because, like, you know, as you're riding, you change position. So then I went, I filmed it again the next day, went back, looked at it, nothing but a gas tank. <laughs> so I was like, all right, yeah. I'm going to split the difference. <laughs> so, like, uh, I did, I tried it. And uh, I think I got some okay video. It's still not great, yeah. but like uh, it's like you need one of those like Insta three sixty cams where it just like gets do, everything and then yeah. you, can, you yeah. can frame it how you need it. Exactly. So that that's uh, probably my next move, and or I just got to get better at it. So I mean, it's uh, a lot. It's a it's a lot to try to document at the same time, and uh, you know, and also try to appreciate and like there's there's a lot going on to, for a one man show. Um, yeah and then the battery situation i can't charge batteries and things like that like when i'm on the road and like in the middle of nowhere like i can't i can't upload it yeah places so like it's just a lot of logistics that i was just having to deal with and that that would have just been way too much yeah so um it's it's i mean it's probably premature to like you know say that you're gonna have uh, you know any type of like a book or you know, video or website or whatever, but do you want to talk about any of that? Yeah, so uh, I do have a website, uh, zenmotorcycleman.com. Uh, if you go there, actually, I have a blog there that, that talks about our 2013 trip. So there's a full blog there yeah. that kind of goes into detail and has pictures and things like that. So that, that that's, uh, I mean, that'll explain that. Um, I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do because I have such kind of you know, haphazard kind of, uh, documentation. Um, I will do a photo book. Uh, that's, I think, uh, the easiest thing, um, I can do, uh, the, or at least the, the best thing I can do with, uh, photos that I have the, um, I may put some of them on the website. I have an Instagram and all the other stuff, so yeah. I can do that as well. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't really decided, you know, further than that. I'm going to try. I have a YouTube channel as well, so I'm going to be trying to do, like, as I get video, I'm going to try. Obviously, this one will be the first one. And then uh, uh, additional ones will be whatever I can cobble together, you know, once I get back home and I can, uh, you know, get the footage that I have and, you know, see what I can pull together that makes any sense. 
I might just do some kind of something similar to this where I kind of go through a lot of the pictures that I haven't shown mm-hmm. um, and then just kind of walk through uh, what what what's going on and where, where I'm at and, uh, and the experiences that I had. Because, man, meeting some of these people, man, I had, uh, you meet everybody yeah. from all walks of life. Yeah. It is just, oh, my God. That, that could be a book in itself. For sure. <laughs> like the people I met, like – uh i'll get i'll share one story so there's one guy so there's one run reason to make sure you're nice to everybody um uh i was at this one campsite i can't remember where i was uh and uh and i was walking and there's a lot of people there because it was a free campsite and uh so i was walking towards the restroom that they had there and i saw this guy he was on a bicycle and he just had like one of those like uh, baby carriages that he was towing behind that had all his stuff in it. So I was like, I got to talk to this guy. So I, you know, I was talking to him and he's like, yeah, I've been on the road for like 10 years. Uh, you know, wow. I, I just live off my bike and like uh, and doing that. And then then he started talking about like, um, uh, yeah. And like uh, I was like. He had he was had earbuds in us. He was listening to stuff. He's like he's like oh you got to hear this. I was like okay. So I just held it out to listen to it, and it was like he's like he's like oh it's 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 everything, man. It's like a hundred thousand voices all talking at once, and uh, they're you know, and Ronald Reagan is talking, and Oprah Winfrey is like saying like you know I was like okay. So, so straight EDM music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So, like, so anyway so like. <laughs> So I was like, oh, okay. So then he's like, he's like, yeah, the Earth is like, has has twenty three thousand geodesic domes that are Whoa. reflecting back, like and like he's, you know. Wow. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, uh, um. But I was, you know, I was like, I had nothing to do. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll talk to this guy. So like, I could tell he's he's appreciative mm-hmm. of me, you know, just you know, listening to the story. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, my name is, and he looked. This is how he did it. Like he looked at his hand, like he's reading his hand. He's like, "Yeah, my name is Bob Jones." <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then, All right. And then like, like, and then like again, like uh, at the end of our conversation, I was like, "What's your name again?" He's like, "He's like, my name is Bob Jones." All right. And I was like. <laughs> It's like, all right, man, you're our guy. Like, so like, uh, amazing. So yeah, so. Uh, later on, like I, I had, I was packing up my bike to leave. So like, um, I had, I had all this stuff on there and, uh, I was tying the last bag down and the whole thing went boom, Mm -hmm. like fell right over. And I, if you're not used to riding motorcycles, it's kind of difficult to get up and it's really difficult when it's really packed way down. Your whole bike fell over. Yes. Uh. It fell down on because yeah. I, I yeah, parked like yeah. an idiot. Like so like I, I, I was on gravel on like a kind of incline yeah. and it was it was it was it surprised it didn't fall over by itself. So it uh so it that's where I broke the stand. So like uh so I was like, Oh my god, I'm never gonna get this thing up. Like and I can't the part of the problem was I couldn't unhook the bags. Like typically you wanna get the bags off so you can lift it up. And I couldn't get the bags off because they were, it fell down on the bags, and it was like the wheels were in the air. It was just, it was just yeah. bad. So 
I was I was trying to think of what to do, and here comes Bob. You know, you know, he's like, "You need some help?" I was like, "Oh my God, yeah, it'd be great if you could help me." So like, between the two of us, with no problem, lifting it up, and wow. he helped me lift it up. I was like, "So just be good to everybody <laughs> that you meet, because you never know." Like, just good karma yeah. coming back at you, man. For sure. And uh, so then I I went down to the yeah I was as I think it's the Yellowstone River. So like I went down to the Yellowstone River and like took some pictures. And then uh, I was riding back, and I, I rode right back his uh, by his uh, website where he's at, and he like waves at me, and I like I was like, hey man, I honk my horn, I was like, hey, thanks again, good seeing you, Bob. And then uh, he's like, oh, like 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 someone listened to me, like <laughs> like 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 nice. you know, it's like yeah, so yeah, yeah, be good to everybody, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, so that was that was one of the stories. So like, and that's just one of the people I meet. Like, yeah. so many nice people I met. So, um, uh, and everybody's willing to help and just give advice and or just tell you what's going on locally. Um, uh, and they're interested at, in in what you're doing because they see all yeah. the stuff packed up on the bike, and they see Florida plates. They're like, "Wow, you came a long way!" And then like, uh, yeah, yeah, just start talking. I have a bike here. I used to yeah. ride, and like, uh, um, it's just a great experience. It kind of reaffirms uh, uh, your faith in humanity. Because I don't know, when I was, you know, you know, at my place, like uh, before I left, I was, yeah, maybe getting a little cynical about stuff, you know, not yeah. getting along with some of the neighbors or something. And you just get out on the road, and people are freaking wonderful. They're yeah. really, really great. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, why don't you uh, share your uh, socials or anything like that that you want to people to Sure. To? Yeah, if, if you can throw in the lower thirds, uh, yep. my, yep. Uh, my information. Uh, basically, it's Zen Motorcycle Man. Uh, ZenMotorcycleMan.com. Uh, on Instagram, at Zen Motorcycle Man. On Facebook, uh, Zen Motorcycle Man. <laughs> so that's that's, that's pretty much it. And if you go to the website, I have all my other social stuff linked there, so you can just uh, find it there. Awesome. Uh, well, wow, what a what an amazing uh, story. I'm so jealous. It's not over yet, <laughs> and it's not over yet. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, anything else you uh, you want to add? No, that's pretty much it. Uh, I just, uh, it's just, uh, you know, uh, being on the trip, I knew uh, there were several points where I was like, this is exactly what I, I should be doing. That I, I'm so glad I'm doing it that I know I need to be doing this. It's just, uh, yeah. um, it's been a lifelong dream to be doing what I'm doing, and I'm glad to be doing it. I'm going to be heading back uh, and, you know, you know kind of rounding out the trip for the year or for, I guess, now 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, and I'm taking off uh, Thursday, which is the January 26th. So um, uh, then I got a big trip uh, I'm planning uh, in 2024. Uh, I'm going to be coming back out here and then going down to San Diego, heading all the way up the uh, West Coast uh, into Canada, hitting all kinds of spots along the way. Going into Canada, going Vancouver, Vancouver Island, um, uh, then up to Banff, Jasper, Glacier Fields, yeah. come down to Calgary. I'm going to try and get to Calgary in uh, July. They have um, 
that's when they had their Stampede, which is their biggest rodeo, I think, in North America. Mm. Um, there, it kind of takes over the whole city. And then I was going to go to, like, then do a circle around, like, all the Great Lakes, you know, through Canada, back up and, you know, and do that, and then come back down. It just kind of reminds you of just how much there is just in uh, the Americas. Just there's so there's just such a dense amount of history uh, and nuance and just like beautiful scenery and people and uh, and it's it's so interesting to you know I mean you have the opportunity to be able to you know kind of whirlwind it, uh, which not many people you know get the opportunity to do that because you can travel. Most people, you know, if they're traveling or whatever on vacation, you usually get to go to one or two spots, but you get to go and you're seeing as much of the Americas as you possibly can. And then now you're going to, you know, plan to do more of it and more Mm -hmm. of it. And there's just, there's definitely no end. I can't imagine you would ever, or anybody would ever be tired of seeing what we have here. (laughs) And and that's, that's kind of how I was looking at it. There's so much to see. Well, that kind of goes into the motorcycle I have right now. It's it's only for, you know, paved roads. And I figure there is so much I haven't seen that's mm-hmm. on paved roads that, like, I'm going to just see everything I want to see. Yeah. And there's so much I want to see. Uh, I think eventually I'll wind up getting, like, an adventure bike uh, just so I can – it's not so, so much that I want to go hit, like, you know, insane trails. It's more that – uh, I want to go. I'm not be afraid of going on gravel roads or yeah. dirt roads. And it's a huge deal. I mean, we I remember we tried to go to Chaco Canyon, and it was gosh, I think it was like once you get they they the the paved road only went so far, and then it was like what was it five or six miles of unpaved road, which just was dirt, and there was no way. I think we tried to go like a half a mile in, and there was no way our bikes were gonna make it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was something as, as, as simple as that. Uh, cars, for the most part, you know, had a decent enough time to get out there. But even it's that was still, a little... It still was a tough, yeah. tough road for even cars. You know, when we came, when we went in, uh, it was like 13 miles to get to, get to the uh, uh, monument or whatever, yeah. the, you know. And uh, in the first three miles in, no problem. They were paved. They were, they were yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to be easy. Yeah. You know, so like... Uh, then, uh, then we get, and then the pavement stops, and it's just sugar sand, yep. and washboard road, and like there's hard road, and then it's just oh. yeah, no, it was no way. Like I knew that there was no way we were going to be able to do it for as soon as we got to that edge. Yeah, but you're like, no, let's give it a go. I was like, dude, yeah, I go, it ain't gonna happen, you know. So we uh, we we went there, and oh my god, it we were going like a half a mile an hour. Ah, uh, not, <laughs> not even. And not even. I think turtles uh, could have passed us by. Yeah, and it was just, oh my god, so painful. Yeah. So we we got we got so far, and then we just pulled over. We just kind of had a come to Jesus moment, yep. and we we're like, uh, let's get back, let's get out yeah. of here. Yeah. So yeah, so I got out of there first, and uh, I was kind of hanging out, and uh, and then. Andrew finally came up. Finally, like <laughs> I th- you were like a half hour. I don't know why it took yeah. so much longer, but like uh, it took you like a while. And then uh, I took pictures of you, and you you can see it on the blog on the website. And he's actually kissing the ground. Oh yeah, like the pavement. Pavement was that was <laughs> it was a godsend for some stable road. Because uh, like every time you would 
you would fishtail if you went too fast. So you've got this, you know, 500 pound mine was, and that's a light bike. Yeah. And this thing is like, anytime I moved a little bit, you know, I'm also not trying to like fall underneath my bike. So I'm trying to keep the bike upright. And I was like, it was just chaos the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't going to happen. So yeah. Not so Chaco. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, not we so Chaco. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we cool. didn't, we didn't, we didn't make it there, but, uh, yeah. But it was so funny because, uh, you see like that mostly there was like native american guys and like you see them like passing in these huge like pickup trucks oh yeah pickup trucks just like racing yeah i don't think they were even on the road they were on like yeah. uh like on the sand oh, like, yeah uh, and they were just looking at us like what kind of morons are these yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah cool man uh well we de- definitely look forward to uh hearing a lot more about it and then um and so we'll 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 stay up on the uh on the websites and um and you're planning on coming out here again in 2024, yes. right? Next year? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll uh, get ready for it. We'll mm-hmm. do a part two. Yeah. Cool. All right. Sounds Thanks, good. y'all. Thanks.